Previously on the Tony Kornheiser Show. Now, the authorities say steer clear of the steer. Stay clear of the steer. Please steer clear of the steer. <laughs> steer clear of the yeah, steer. Clear. Car, Please sure. leave the capture of professionals. Now, they have brought in U.S. Marshal <laughs> by the name of Lieutenant Stephen Gerard. So hopefully yeah. you'll be able to get this. Every outhouse and cat house. And leave the yeah. capture yeah. of the steer that we have not been able the to capture to the professionals. <laughs> The Tony Kornheiser Show is on now. All righty, then. This is Brackets Week. And Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we're going to have shows devoted to brackets. A couple of years ago, when I complained that it was getting boring, everybody said, shut up, you're an idiot. Just have the brackets. So I have shut up. I concede that I'm an idiot. And we'll just have the brackets. That's what we'll do. Except last year when I killed Bracket Week, and then killed the whole tournament. Yeah, there was no tournament last week. So we will have... We will have the brackets. We will urge all of the people who appear regularly on this show to submit brackets, acknowledging that this is the hardest year to do it because nobody has a real sense of who's really good and who's not really good. Michael, you you also want to make an announcement about people contributing. Yes, this yeah. is a, we have a ESPN tournament challenge. So our group name is Tony Kornheiser Show 2021. So if you just search Tony Kornheiser, I think in groups it should pop up. I did make the group private just so that there is some barrier. So the passcode to join the group is Benny, B-E-N-N-Y. If it's case sensitive, I did capitalize the B. But that should get you in. And unfortunately, I have to enter all of our brackets under the group owner's name. So I have to allow other users to submit, say, 15 to 20 brackets as well. So please just be respectful. Don't fill don't fill the entire uh, challenge with, you know, 20 brackets that are, you know, solicit choosing Georgetown to go all the way. One bracket a person. Sure. Right? One yes. bracket a person. Let's not go nuts here. <clears throat> You're going to receive a nice gift if you win. Yeah, we have some we have some new gifts from Rob Colpin over yeah. at the TK Show shop. But but one, we're not going to let you do 2, 3 and 4. By the way, if this you was a regular check? No. I don't know how. Um, if this were a regular show, we would be talking about the death of Marvin Hagler and we would be talking about the retirement of Drew Brees. I just find it so interesting that Drew Brees said yesterday and we'll figure out what's next. Here's what's next. He made an appointment to be on NBC this morning and they did a piece that they taped months ago, it seems. They put together like an eight-minute television piece about Drew Brees, and then as Hoda went on, you know, asking questions, eventually, I'm sure Drew Brees said, oh, by the way, I'm going to work at NBC. You know, I mean, try not to play us for fools. I like Drew Brees. I do. I do very much. I thought he went to New Orleans at a very difficult time in the post-Katrina year, but and I think he's done great, and obviously he's going to go to the Hall of Fame. But try not to play us for fools by saying, I wonder what's next. What's next is you're going to be doing games on NBC, which has been reported for, I don't know, a year. <laughs> a year. All right, so we've got Spike Braun and Gary Braun to lead this off. And the way this works is pretty simple. We're going to start on the right-hand side of our bracket, which is the south. We'll go south, midwest, west, east, as we move down and left on the brackets. Any upsets in the first round you tell us about, 
Bob Ryan notwithstanding, a nine beating an eight is actually an upset. And then we move into the other rounds and we go. And Spike will lead and Gary, you know, Gary will follow in terms of whether or not he has a conflict on anything um, with this. So I should so say, Spike, Tone, in, in, yeah. in defense of my son, that's 2015 Tony Kornheiser bracket champion. He, he won. Spike he Park. won. That is correct. So, I mean, he's really good. Right. He's the best we've got. So go ahead. Give us top right. Any upsets in the first round? All right, so first off, I have Wisconsin beating North Carolina. Okay. Winthrop over Villanova. I got to tell you, I like that too. Villanova lost its two best players. It's two best players. Go ahead. That's good. And then Colgate over Arkansas. Oh, you make Howard Feynman so happy. (laughs) He texted me last night. He said, is Arkansas any good? And I said, they probably run and jump very well, like all good D1 teams do. And maybe you can shoot them out of the tournament. This will make Howard happy. That's And that's it. You're going to go with um, Florida and Ohio State, right? Yes. Okay, Gary, do you agree or disagree uh, uh, on any so, of those? So I, some of those I share. I have Wisconsin. Now, now, Spike and I have not compared brackets, but I, I have to think with, with all the Maryland and, and Michigan basketball we watch in this house, you're, there, there will be Big Ten biases to both of these, I'm guessing. But I, I also okay. have Wisconsin over North Carolina, uh, Winthrop beating Villanova for the reasons you cited. And then I additionally had Virginia Tech over Florida in the 10-7. Okay, that's good. So let's take this further out. And Spike, we will start with you. So you've got Baylor, Wisconsin. Who who do you like after that? You know, I like Wisconsin. They have they have uh, experience. Like all of their players are like fifth year seniors. I think they have like three twenty four year olds. And I just wow. think their experience is going to be too much for Baylor. So I mm-hmm. Okay, I just, and then you you've got Winthrop, Purdue. And you've got uh, what? North uh, Texas Tech and Arkansas? No, you don't. I right, just uh, take so me down your bracket. Take me down your bracket. It's okay. So I have Purdue beating Winthrop. Mm-hmm. Uh, Texas Tech beating Colgate, and then Ohio State uh, knocking out Florida. All right, that's fine. Gary, with, what with have alacrity, you got? son. With alacrity. This is the Tony Kornheiser show. It's not Sheehan's <laughs> podcast. You got to move. What quickly. have you got? Um, I, what do so you got? I, I, I've got uh, so I got one four and six two. I've got Texas Tech uh, beating Arkansas, but uh, but have Baylor facing Purdue and o, and Ohio State uh, tilting with Texas Tech. So I know I will say this repeatedly over the next few days. But I would bet on almost any Big 12 and Big 10 team in the first round. You know, because I, I get the sense they're pretty good. But after that, I don't know that I would. Yeah, but I would tough. bet on them in the first round. But that's, I mean, Bay, if you get a Baylor-Wisconsin in the, in the second round, or Baylor-North Carolina, Baylor could go. They could sure. go. I mean, yeah. it's a referendum mm-hmm. on them. All right. So, Spike, you've got Wisconsin-Purdue and Texas Tech-Ohio State. Take us, take us out from there. Uh, I have Purdue beating Wisconsin and the Ohio State University beating Texas Tech. Okay, so that's the end of Mac McClung and, and Patrick Ewing can breathe easier. And Purdue against Ohio State, two Big Ten teams to get into the Final Four. Who you got? Um, from what I saw from Ohio State in, the, uh, in their run in the Big Ten championship, uh, I had to go with them. They just looked like 
they looked like a strong team after losing five straight, I think it was. And, you know, my sister goes to Michigan, but I don't care. So that's good. No, that's good. Listen, that's we'll, we'll just that's the, the right dirty answer. Laundry. You, you can, you're, you're in a safe place here. That, that's that's the, totally the right answer. Spike I don't Michigan. care. I don't care. You can hate Michigan. Spike hates Gary, Michigan and is a huge yeah. fan. Uh, so I I actually it, it, I have sort of chalk to start at the end. I mean I don't, I don't know that you can say picking a one seed is is unusual, but I have Baylor coming through. I have them beating Texas Tech. So I have Texas Tech knocking out Ohio State. I get rid of the Big Ten in the, in that round. Um, so Texas Tech plays Baylor, and I just took Texas Tech because I like putting 666 given the past year i like putting 666 on my bracket um and i have baylor coming out of the south over texas tech okay let's go to the midwest with spike braun first the first round any upsets at all no sir no upsets really okay all I, right gary i only you have any- had uh rutgers in the 10-7 so Rutgers over Clemson at the bottom. Big Ten team. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the ACC, not that strong. But, but other right. than that, I had Chalk as well. All right, so Wilbon, and we will hear this later from Wilbon on the show, very upset that in the round of 32, Illinois plays Loyola Chicago. Makes all the sense in the yeah, world to I, do I it from a marketing matchup. standpoint. Yeah. But, you know, he's very upset because he thinks, he thinks that Illinois is going to win the whole thing. So... All right, Spike, go ahead. Illinois against Loyola of Chicago. Who you got? I have Illinois, but I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, you know, Loyola's really good. In my opinion, they should have been closer to a 6-7 seed, but Illinois is going to take that game. I think they will, too. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Uh, Cade Cunningham, best player in the country, in my opinion. Uh, and in March, stars take over, so Oklahoma State's moving on. All right, so you've got San Diego State uh, beating Syracuse in the first round, right? Yes. All right, so you've got San Diego State against West Virginia. Who comes out? San Diego State. Ooh, over West Virginia. The team has been ranked as high as like four or five in the, in the country this year. Okay, down at the bottom, you've got Clemson against Houston. I have Houston taking that one. They, uh... My dad told me last night they only allow like 50 points a game, which if that's wrong, it's oh, it's it's wrong. I, I think it's closer to the <laughs> mid upper 50s, but but it's certainly not 60. They do defend that Houston team. Yeah, they've got a coach who knows what he's doing, Kelvin Sampson. Yeah. All right, Illinois, Oklahoma State. Those are the two best conferences. Who you got? I have Illinois, the Big Ten champs, and San Diego State, Houston. I have Houston. And you have Illinois coming out? I do have Illinois coming out. So you've got two Big Ten teams already coming out. Two out of two. Gary, what have you got? Uh, so let's see. We did the first round. So I've, I've got uh, Illinois over Loyola in, in, in the 32 round. I like Tennessee to, to end it for Oklahoma State. I, I think the SEC is, is pretty strong. Um, so I also have San Diego State over West Virginia and Houston getting through. And I, again, just uh, if you're picking up on a theme here, I'm going 666. I have San Diego State through to the Elite Eight, ending it for uh, Kel Sampson and the Houston Cougars, but then Illinois ending it for them. So I have Illinois coming out after beating San Diego State, if you're able to follow that nonsense. 
We're able to follow it. We're okay. going to move to the West now with uh, Spike and any upsets. First round. Um, I have UC Santa Barbara over Creighton. Oh, Jolene Wojcik not going to wow. like that. Okay, okay. And what that's else? just because everything that's been going on with McDermott. With coach, Creighton. Like, well, they look terrible against Georgetown. Think, terrible. Yeah, I, don't think they're, I don't think their players want to play for him. Uh, I just don't think they're going to give it 100 and in the tournament. That'll bite you. And that's the only upset I have. I am Gary, total, you have any? total chalk in the first round. Okay, so let's take it out. You've got Gonzaga against Oklahoma, right? Choklahoma. Yeah, what do you got in that one? I have Gonzaga. Okay, and um, Santa Barbara against Virginia, a team that is going to, you know, arrive day of and and have no real practice. Well, they'll practice, but they won't have competition for a while. Will they beat Santa Barbara? Yes, they will. Okay, and down at the bottom, USC and Kansas? I have USC. That's what Seth Greenberg said today on SportsCenter earlier this morning. He liked USC to beat Kansas as well. He said they got two seven-foot centers. I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about the Pac-12 Yeah, at all. I think they're brothers too. Is that right? Okay, Lopez, and then yeah. at the bottom, you've got Oregon, Iowa. Who you got? Uh, I have Iowa. Okay, so here's the region. You got Gonzaga, Virginia. Gonzaga beat Virginia by 100 points earlier this year and scored 98. Virginia never get, they just killed Virginia. Who, who do you have in the rematch? They're going to do it again. Give me Gonzaga. Yeah. Okay, and at the bottom, USC, Iowa? Um, I have Iowa winning that game. Iowa just has, they have a great backcourt, good shooters, and then they have the best player in the game in Luka Garza and just going to overpower USC. And do you give them any chance against Gonzaga? Another team Gonzaga beat earlier in the season. Um, I do give them a chance, but Gonzaga, I can't bet against them just yet. I think they're just too good of a team, so Gonzaga's coming out of that region. Okay, Gary, what have you got? Uh, so let's see. We did that. Uh, so in the second round, um, I have Gonzaga winning. I have uh, Creighton upending Virginia. It pained me to take Virginia out. They were very good to Spike and I last year in, in that tremendous, I guess it was Elite Eight game against Purdue. But um, I think they're going to struggle a little bit coming back from the COVID thing. So I've got 1-5 uh, and then Chalk at the bottom. I've got Kansas and Iowa. Um, I guess working our way back up. I same as Spike. I have Iowa getting through to the Elite Eight to face Gonzaga and Gonzaga coming out. It's hard. Look, I, I don't like Gonzaga for a lot of reasons. I think they're overpraised. I think they're overseeded year after year after year. People make a big deal about them. They've only once been to the Final Four, but everybody says they're really good this year, and they could do something that hasn't been done. Since 1976, I think, that's when Bobby Knight and um, Indiana went undefeated. There have only been five, you know, four different schools that have done it. UCLA did it four times, but four different schools that have done it, and all of them, all of those four schools who finished the year as national champions undefeated have been totally memorable teams 30 and 40 and 50 years later. So it's amazing. All right, let's go to the bottom. Spike, who you got? Upsets um, first round. 
So I have the winner of Michigan State and UCLA beating BYU. But so you got okay. Uh, a disclaimer: <laughs> I, I can't do this. But if UCLA wins that game, they're losing. So I'm just having Michigan State beating BYU. Okay. Okay. Goes in as the 11, though you understand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. And I will be rooting for UCLA if they do go through. But that's it for that. I don't have my Maryland Terps beating UConn. Yeah. Man, how did you do? Mom's gonna go I don't nuts. Know. How did I you don't do know that? About that. Um, I did. Do, I went heart there. So I got I got Maryland beating UConn. I also like the eleven over BYU, regardless of of who wins that. But I'm I'm thinking it's Michigan State. I also uh, I'm gonna throw Saliza a bone and give him Georgetown over Colorado. And I also took nine eight Bonaventure over LSU. Despite that's a lot. That's four of them. All right, let's take SEC. Spike out. Uh, Michigan, LSU. Um, I have Michigan. I thought you hate Michigan. I do, uh, but they're just better than LSU. Uh, don't worry. Uh, there's a surprise coming in the Elite Eight for them. Okay, Colorado, <laughs> Florida State. It's called a tease. Nice job. Uh, I have Colorado. <laughs> Really? I think Florida State's pretty good. That's, that's interesting. Okay, you've got Michigan State against Texas. Um, in my opinion, this is going to be a really good game, but I just, think, I just think Texas is the better team. They just won the Big 12. Michigan State has the talent to compete with them, but it depends. But I just think Texas is going to come out with that one. Okay, UConn-Alabama. Um, led by Book Knight, UConn has been on a tear lately. I mean, they lost to Creighton in the big, what's that, the Big East. Um, but I, I just think UConn's the better team. I don't trust Alabama. They're a football school. And, yeah, UConn's going to win that game. Okay, Michigan-Colorado. I have Michigan taking that one. And Texas-UConn. Texas. And then you've got Texas beating Michigan, don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, just if Michigan had certainty on Isaiah Liver's uh, stress fracture in his foot, I'd be more confident in taking them. But, you know, he's, he's their senior leader, and it's, it's tough winning without him. This is what Wilbon called me last night, and he said they're done because Livers is out. Mm-hmm. He said it, they're done. He, he took them right out. All right, Gary, Michigan St. Bonaventure. So I, I, I've, got, I've got chalk through to the uh, Sweet 16, one, two, three, four, not to, um, not to jump the shark there. But, um, okay. So I've so got Michigan, chalk there. So, Florida State. So um, Michigan, Florida State. I, I too, so I don't know the, the latest status. Last I checked, the situation with Livers was he was out indefinitely, which could be days, could be weeks. That's right. um, it makes it very hard to to take Michigan far, which I want to do because as I've been explaining to um, Spike and Ike, and as you know, Tony, when you write that first check, like it, it's not a decision. You just, you're a fan. That's you know right. what I mean? Like you just, it's just a, a, a switch flicks and you're or, a fan of that team. And or I, a switch flips, but that's okay. You don't yes. say switch flicks. Yeah, okay. I, was, I was actually worried about a bad word coming out this early yeah. in pre-coffee, but um so I say that I'm staying with Michigan, but I do think that Livers 
status catches up with them, and I'm going to hedge emotionally later on them. But I have them, uh, I have them through against Florida State, and then on the bottom, uh, I'm also staying chalk, and I'm bringing Alabama for a one-two East final, which I think. Um, well, I shouldn't say I think Alabama wins, but I've picked Alabama to win in the ultimate emotional hedge. That's a game that if it happens, I would be happy to be wrong about. So right, I've, got, going I've to... got one, two, one, one. All right, Spike, Gonzaga, Texas, who you got? I've got Gonzaga. Okay, and on the other side, Ohio State, Illinois, who you got? Rematch of the Big Ten Championship. I have Illinois winning that again. And then Illinois Gonzaga. Um, if it was, if it was who I think is going to win, and if we were playing this safe, I think everyone would pick Gonzaga. But I have to go with Illinois. I was just, I loved what I've seen from them in the Big Ten championship, and just in general, I just think, I think they're going to be a tough matchup for Gonzaga. They have a great backcourt and a good big man, and I think they're going to win it all. Wilbon's going to love you for that. Gary, who you got? Gonzaga, Alabama. I have Gonzaga through to the national championship to and face Baylor, Illinois. Illinois. I have right, Illinois coming through. And I think um, along the lines of, of my 6-6-6s on this crazy year, what, what better year to, um, to end? I'm going to loosely air quote that. I realize we're not through this thing yet. But, um, but after the year with no tournament, let's have a tournament where we make some history and so uh, Gonzaga. Gonzaga does it. Terrific. All right. These are the first two brackets in. Spikes may be the best of all because I think he's the most prepared of anybody we're going to have. Yeah, glad to hear that virtual <laughs> he actually schools watches games. Out, except, yeah. except for Unlike 40. Me, he watches games. I mean, it's going to be either 40 or, or Spike. All right. Thank you both. Thank you, and guys. And we will keep track of all this. Thank you, thank, thank you, you, thank you. Thank you, bye-bye. The Bronze boys and girls, we will take a break. Michael Wilbon will join us when we return. I am Tony Kornheiser. This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. This is the Indochino ad. I don't even have to do it. Nigel, talk about buying Indochino suits. Not just one, not two, but three Indochino suits. That's how much I love them. And you'll love them as well. It fits you like a glove. You can go into the facilities and get measured by a tailor. So you get picture-perfect uh, measurements. All you could do it as I did with a yardstick and a, uh, and a piece of rope. Either way, you're going to get the measurements that are perfect for you. And then the suit is going to fit you perfectly. You're going to look like a million dollars no matter where you go. And it's also a great price for you. How did you personalize your clothing? Did you do like linings? Did you do monograms? Did you do anything special? I got some monograms on uh, on one of them, and uh, you know you can you can also do the the cuffs and things like that. So uh, yeah, yeah, no, it's 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 great fun. You really designed it as you wish. Indochino offers completely custom fitted suits, coats, and more wear at surprisingly affordable prices. Every piece is made to your exact measurements, as Nigel said. You can customize every detail, from breathable linen fabrics for warm weather weddings to statement linings. You can create a suit that fits and you, that fits you and your style. They left out a word. Fits you and your style perfectly. The best part, Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. We endorse this because people on this show have bought these suits and are very happy. This is a personal endorsement. Shop the wedding collection or book a virtual style consultation at Indochino.com. Right now, you can get $50 off any purchase of $399 or more by using the code TONYK at checkout. That's $50 off a purchase of $399 or more at I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O. Indochino.com. The promo code is TONYK. Use the code, people. 
You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. These are sent to us by Don Stewart. This is called Planet Y. And uh, W-H-Y, not just Y. And uh, Don's wife, Marilyn, sings background vocals on both songs. She would normally be singing with her choir, but she can't because of the virus. So she's had to lower her standards and sing on Don Stewart's alternative rock songs. Also, he said, I forgot to tell you my last email, that my friend Charles Cleaver, who plays keyboard and mixes all the songs, made a playlist on Spotify of all my songs that you played on your show. It's titled, As Heard, on the Tony Kornheiser Show. I hope that's okay with you. Sure. Totally okay. Thank you, Don. Playing in Michael Wilbon. Wilbon is going to do brackets. Normally, if this was a regular show, Wilbon and I would talk about Marvin Hagler and Drew Brees, but you're going to have to watch us on PTI when we talk about that because this is Brackets Week. Are you ready to go? We're going to start on the right-hand upper side with the Baylor region. Are you good? Yeah, yeah. All right. Tony, I've seen fewer of these teams than ever. Right. There are a handful of teams I have some conviction about. But my bracket is way too chalky for me. I usually pick a lot of upsets in the first couple of rounds. I don't have that many. So let's see. So, okay, in the first round in the South, in Baylor's region, do you have any upsets? Let's see. Uh, We've got Baylor, Carolina, so no. Yeah, I got one. Ready? What do you got? Yeah, Winthrop. Yep. Yeah, because because Villanova has their best two two players. players You know, and they're not going to win. Winthrop, Winthrop is 23-1. and one. So, you know, whatever they got going on must be pretty darn good. Um, so, I, 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 you know, I, I, there's a team left out of here that won 26 games, Belmont. It doesn't make any sense for the committee to leave Belmont out. It doesn't. And I'm not I agree with you. Teams got but, hold of it, but that was it's stupid. Okay, Baylor, Carolina, who you got? Uh, I've got Baylor advancing through Carolina and – uh, you know, ultimately, I got Purdue, I got Texas Tech, and I have Ohio State. So that's that's chalky the rest of the way. That's okay. Tell us who you got coming out then. Baylor, Purdue. Will you take the Big Ten team over Baylor right there? No, no, no. Okay. I got Baylor going. I got Baylor and Texas Tech and Baylor. I got Texas Tech even beating Ohio State. Yes. So I'm not wow. thinking. I got two Big Ten teams going out there. Um, and I've got uh, Baylor, Texas Tech, and Baylor beating Tech. Okay, let's go to the bottom. Any upsets in the first round? Uh, yeah, I got Loyola. Well, it's, it, it is an upset by seed. It, it, it's, this is the other thing. It, it Loyola, bothers you so much that they're playing in the second round. round. Two things bother me. It bothers me that, that Loyola in Chicago was so disrespected by the committee in the first place. I mean, what are they doing as an as a eight? It seems like Loyola in Chicago should, to me, one of the few teams I have watched should be, I don't know, a six, five or six. Five or I mean, six is like what this. I thought. Yeah, five this or six. It's preposterous. I mean, this is another situation of the committee, I don't know, preferring a television matchup to doing the yep. right thing by yep. a school that won 24 games? Come on. Okay, so what else, what else in the first round? You got any other upsets? I want to take Oregon State over Tennessee, but I'm not going to do it. So okay. I got Tennessee and Oklahoma State. Um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to take, you know, Liberty. People, there, there's some people who want to take Liberty. I'm like, Oklahoma State's really good to me. Oklahoma State, by the way, could have been seated higher. Um, I've got San Diego State, so that's very chalky, um, beating Syracuse and West Virginia advancing. Now, I do have Rutgers beating Clemson. 
Okay, that's one upset. So we'll take you into the, into the 16s. I know you have Illinois over Loyola. I know you will watch that. I know it will pain you because you don't think they should be playing. This is reminiscent of when Wichita State played, uh, was it Kentucky, in the second round, and it was just yeah. completely yeah. unfair, yeah. I thought. Tennessee, Oregon, uh, Oklahoma State. Tennessee, Oklahoma State. Who you got? I got Oklahoma State. Um, I've got okay. West Virginia. And I do have Rutgers, you know, I've got, but I've got, I've got West Virginia beating Rutgers. Um, and of course I've got Illinois beating Oklahoma state, even though that's, yeah. that's a, that's a matchup and that matchup should not be occurring there either, but I'm going to take Illinois to beat Oklahoma state. Okay. Let's go to the top, right? The Gonzaga one. What are your upsets in the first? If you have any, I don't. And that one, I have none because I've got, listen, Virginia's vulnerable. I mean, if Virginia can play, they're going to arrive at the site having barely practiced, and they arrive on Friday and they play Saturday. I mean, Virginia, Virginia is, is it's, it's quite reasonable to look at this and say, you know what, this is just too much as good as Virginia is. But I'm going to take Virginia. I'm going to take USC. I got very chalky, Kansas, Oregon, Iowa. Okay. Gonzaga, Oklahoma. Um, oh, Gonzaga. I've got Gonzaga going to, well, I may have a little surprise for you in this region. Creighton got, UVA. No, uh, it's okay. I've got, I've got, I've got UVA. Mm-hmm. I've got UVA winning two games. Okay. Um, You've got so USC that, Kansas. Uh, I've got USC, I've got Kansas winning there, and I've got, I've got Iowa beating Oregon. I'm, I'm not all that sold on that one, but I've got, I've got Iowa beating Oregon. And I've got Kansas beating Iowa. It took me a long time to look at that line. Because, as you know, I mean, that's a Big Ten, Big 12 game. Um, and I don't know. I, I just Iowa, – I was the number five team in the country. Uh, and it's very easy to take them over Kansas, but I'm taking Kansas. And I will then, say and this. Then, and then Gonzaga beating Kansas. This particular region, and I don't know how many people know this, this this the Gonzaga route bothers me enormously, and I'll tell you why. They have beaten already Iowa, Virginia, and Kansas. Their fourth big win before the conference season started was West Virginia, and three of those teams are in this particular bracket, this region. Yeah, and I know that some people will say it's going to be hard to beat them again, but they killed these teams. They killed them. Oh. They did. So you're saying you think this is something in Gonzaga's favor? I think just yes. the opposite. Okay. Okay, good. That... Look at the NFL playoffs. I mean, you know, I mean, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady went back and didn't, didn't New Orleans crush him twice? Yes. Yes, didn't, you're right about that. Uh, didn't who else, who else did Tom Brady lost to? He had lost to somebody else that he beat in the playoffs, right? So you think that this, this is harder for Gonzaga yes. than I do? Yes. Okay. Yes, I do. All right. I can see right. Gonzaga losing to UVA. Yeah. If UVA, you know, can get it. They put 98 on game. UVA. They put 98 you know, on him. They how many did New Orleans put on Tom Brady? They put a lot on him. Like 98. They put a lot on him. They did. Yeah. I can't argue that. I can't argue it. Yeah. All right. What do you got in Michigan's region? Um, I got a big cross out because I took LSU over Michigan. And I should have the stones to do it. I mean, look, this kid um, – Livers, it, 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 they don't, they can't win without him. I mean, I'm not saying they can't win a couple of games, and they have a good team, and he is not a one man team. But I watched LSU Alabama yesterday, 
And while I, I, you know, here's my chance to do something big, really. The problem is I've got, and I got, I don't have Michigan going to the Final Four. Um, but I, you know, I guess I got to stay with Michigan to beat LSU. Okay. I guess. What about Colorado, Georgetown? Georgetown, baby. Okay. Got Florida State, yeah. Greens, Florida State uh, against who? I've got Florida State. I've got Florida State beating UNC Greensboro. Right. Um, I have Michigan State winning the play-in game and beating BYU. Okay. How about Texas? You still, you got Texas? Yeah, Texas. I got, I'm, I'm, I'm going to ride with Texas for a while. And UConn, Maryland. I got UConn. Um, okay. I don't like the way Maryland played. I don't like the way they're responding. Um, I, I just, I mean, you know, not too long ago, Maryland won some, some nice games, but I don't have Maryland advancing. All right, Georgetown, Florida State. Well, you, 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 you skipped right over something that's the biggest upset pick that anybody on your show is going to have. What did you have? What did I skip over? I've got Iona beating Alabama. Are you kidding? Oh, no. yes, I totally skipped over it. Really, yeah, Iona? Yeah, Rick Petito's Rick done that already. He did that. He beat Alabama. It wasn't 215, but it was something like that. He was a heavy underdog early in his career. I think it'd be you, and they wow. beat Alabama. Wow. Yeah, you got to pick something stupid, so I'm picking that. Okay. All right. Georgetown, Florida State. Georgetown. Really? My view of this is if Georgetown wins one game, they can get to the Elite Eight. Okay. Michigan State, Texas. Um, I got Texas. I do. It's hard for me to do that. But I think Texas. I have watched Texas team. the last few years. They're athletic as hell, particularly up front. Good team. Yeah, you know, look, look, this, this is also a deal that, that Tom Izzo could win a couple of games or have a couple of huge upsets and roll through. Because I don't think I don't think there's that much difference between some of these teams, particularly in this region. Like I don't care what Georgetown seeded. Georgetown, they gotta feel like they have no pressure talking about playing with house money. And I, I watched them, I rooted as hard for Georgetown as I ever have. I, I you know was was texting with the big fella. Um even the day of the game. I did you know, I was texting them and um, Patrick Ewing was so appreciative. He was so he was in such a great spirit, which he which he said and he knew before the game. I usually don't do that. I usually don't ever bother any coach before a game. I just don't. I just don't do that. When they were playing at six thirty, I'm like, I'm doing it now. And you know, late in the game, when Georgetown was up thirty, did you watch that game, Tony? I did. Up thirty. Yeah. I, I texted him knowing he wouldn't get it. Then and he, and I just texted. I said, you know, you're up thirty. You don't need my spirit anymore. I'm going to get some Popeyes to celebrate. I'm going to get some Popeyes to celebrate the hoy ass whipping butt. That that's a great local story in Washington D.C. And if anybody didn't see Patrick Ewing on with Scott Van Pelt last night, they should go and look at the the segment where where Scott interviews Patrick. It was just great. Patrick's spirit is great. The whole thing starting with getting kicked out, you know, getting you know annoyed at Madison Square Garden was great. Um, Big John having the anniversary of his hiring by Georgetown on the same night that the Hoyas win the Big East. It's just the whole thing. This is one of the this is one of the great local college stories lately. And you know, I know Patrick's been gone for a while, but he's not gone. Because he talked about the DMV with Van Pelt. He talked about being the DMV. And he, he said, it's good for people at home to root for me. It was just fabulous. So I, I'm, I'm picking Georgetown. 
I think if they okay. win one game, they can win two or three. Uh, UConn, Iona? Oh, I got UConn. Okay, so now Michigan, Georgetown. And Texas. Michigan without. Oh, Michigan, mm-hmm. Georgetown. I, I, I do have Michigan. But you know what? See, that's where the missing that kid is going to really hurt again against Georgetown. I, I'm going too far with Michigan, but I'm going to go with Michigan. Texas, UConn. Texas. And you got Texas, I'll bet, coming out, right? I got Texas beating Michigan, yeah. Okay, so now you've got Gonzaga, Texas. Who you got? I got I got uh, Texas beating Gonzaga. And I know you've I know you've got Illinois beating Baylor, and I know you got, got Illinois, Illinois winning. Baylor. I got Illinois you got winning it. the national championship. Yeah, and you've been on that for a month and a half. No, I've been. I told you Christmas. I told you Christmas. I didn't pay attention to you Christmas. I know you I didn't did. pay attention. I said to you. I told. I said to you. I know Illinois lost a couple of games, but I think they're the best team in the country. And yes, you know, for the last month and a half, I've been adamant about it. But I was, right. I was on it early, and I told you that if Io was in that lineup, and now that he's back with that great mask, that that's another kid. He and Garza, wow, they are personality. They they were interviewed last night on the big show uh, the ESPN had, and um, wow, Lafonso Ellis, how great is he on these shows? He's good. Ellis is really good. He is good. He's really good. And I I love watching, uh, you know, that that crew with Davis and with uh, Billis and with uh, um, Greenberg. I loved loved watching them. Um, And, and, wow, Garza. And look, Garza, you know, I don't know how good Garza is. But I tell you what. He could go sit on a put a headphone, set of headphones on right now and do the analysis of a game, and he'd probably be really good. Right it's now, it's a good Murray education. It's a that's, that's, right. that's the Murray education the, prepares you. And Io, you know, who has a good Morgan Park education, someplace I'm really familiar with, you know, close to my house in Chicago where I grew up. That kid is also just composed. He talked about the selection of the mask and how the guy says to him when he goes in to get his mask after his nose is broken a couple of weeks ago and he's got a concussion. And the guy says, you want me to make you a Kobe mask or a LeBron mask? And he says, let me, let me just see what you got. And he just puts together his own mask. And he's, you know, he just, he's just, he's charming. And so it's easy. I've been rooting for him anyway, you know, knowing, knowing a little bit about him, but I hadn't seen him you know, in, in interact and he and Garza are just easy to root for. And so I'm, I, even though I don't have Iowa going far, I am rooting for Iowa. I can't root for Loyola for long because they play Illinois, which again, you know how much I hate that. And uh, I'm rooting for Michigan. I don't know how long they can stay in, but I'm more, I'm, I'm rooting for actually if, if Georgetown and Michigan play, I'm, I, you know, it's hard for me because that's Patrick Ewing and Jawan Howard. People I have known since they were both, freshman in college and so that would be uh a difficult one for me all right well i will see you later we'll talk about this again on tv i'm sure all right talk to you later michael wilbon boys and girls talk to him later we will take a break um barry's verluga will join us with his brackets when we return i am tony kornheiser you're listening to the tony kornheiser show this is the x chair ad We've never done this before. I love my new X chair. I've never had an office chair that looks or feels so amazing in my entire life. It's so comfortable. I can sit in it for hours and never feel uncomfortable. Now, I don't do that. I don't do anything for hours, including sleep. (laughs) But I could. I mean, Michael put the chair together. 
The secret is not only their patented dynamic variable lumbar support, DVL, DVL, which offers unbelievable lumbar support to my lower back, but now thanks to their H, uh, XHMT technology, I can also get heat and massage therapy while I'm sitting at my desk. Now, to be fair, I can get this. I don't really know how to it do it. It scared you at first. Yeah, it's very frightening. <laughs> just make sure Carol charges it. I just think it's a really good idea. Instead of my old, uncomfortable office chair, now I look forward to spending hours sitting in the ultimate therapeutic massager. And by the way, my friend Jody, he bought one of these chairs too. He absolutely loves it in Florida. The XHMT delivers heat and massage technology right to my core, helping increase blood flow, muscle recovery, and energy, all perks that make working from home or the office a joy. If you're going to be home, you may as well get this chair. You know, you won't believe the X chair difference until you feel the X chair difference for yourself. It's the luxury supercar of office chairs. X chair is on sale now for $100 off. Use the code. Go to xchairtony.com now. That's the letter xchairtony.com, or you can call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. X chair has a 30 day guarantee of complete comfort and you can finance your purchase for as little as $30 a month. Go to xchairtony.com now. Use the code, oh, there's more. Use the code XWheels for free XWheel blade casters. Wow. XWheels for free XWheel blade casters. xchairtony.com. Just write these codes down. Use all the codes, people. Use the codes. <laughs> this is the Michelob Ultra read. In sports, if you think joy only happens after you win, think again. Look at the world's most successful athletes. They don't spend all their days grinding away. They take the time to enjoy themselves, like having a Michelob Ultra with friends, because they know that happiness is the key to winning and that joy is the whole game, not just the end game. In my life as a sports writer and somebody on television, I can think of two teams that exemplified this more than others. And I don't want you to get the wrong impression because to be a professional athlete means you have to work very, very hard at it. You're in an extraordinarily narrow slice of accomplishment when you reach the pros. But having fun is important as well. I would give you two. I would give you the 2019 Nats, who every time they hit a home run, danced in the dugout. And when they danced in the dugout, the camera stayed on them. And it made all of us who rooted for the team very happy. And there was a sidebar to that. If Adam Eaton or Howie Kendrick were involved in a play that resulted in a run, they sat next to each other on the bench and they did a power shift as if they were driving a car. And that too gave them great joy and gave us as viewers great joy. The obvious other example is the 85 Bears, maybe the greatest single season team in the NFL when they put together the Super Bowl shuffle and everyone went, oh my God, you can't do that. That's going to jinx you. You got to keep your nose to the grindstone. But no, they were the best team ever. They went through the playoffs something like 91 to 10. And even Wilbon knows how good they were, and I don't get angry when he says it. So that is the great joy that you can take from sports. Michelob Ultra, 95 calories, 2.6 grams of carbs. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. You're listening to The Tony Kornheiser Show. This is Don Stewart again with his wife, Marilyn, singing background. His friends, Charles Cleaver, playing keyboard, mixing the songs. This is called What I Need. We played a lot of Don Stewart songs. Again, you can go to Spotify and you can go as heard on the Tony Kornheiser show to get his songs. Michael, if people like Don Stewart want to, 
help us out by sending us their original music, what do they do? Send us your music by emailing it to jingles at tonycornizershow.com. Barry's for Luga joins us now. We're doing brackets all week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Barry's school, Duke, out for the first time in like 25 years. So there's no, Barry doesn't have to worry about picking for or against Duke and having people say, oh, you went to Duke. You know, he went to Duke, but they're gone now. So let's start in the top right on the south in the Baylor region. Tell me who you got in terms of upsets in the first round. So I kind of feel like this is, since nobody knows anything about college basketball in this weird year, it's supposed to be the wildest bracket and like upsets all over the place. And for some reason, I just have so few across my bracket in the South. I have Winthrop over Villanova, which I think a lot of people will take because of the significant injury at Villanova. And I have Virginia tech over Florida showing a little bit of my, um, ACC bias, um, I'm trying not to pick upsets that a lot of people will take, but I I do think a lot of people will will have Villanova bounced in the first round. They've lost their two best players. What are you supposed to do? I mean, they have no chance. They have zero chance. I'm not saying they have zero chance against Winthrop. They have zero chance after that if they get that far. All right, Baylor, UNC. Who you got? Uh, I said one. I'm sorry. I had Wisconsin also. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I also have Wisconsin over Baylor. Uh, so well, that's that my w- biggest play in the tournament is essentially bouncing uh, a top seed before the first weekend is over. Okay, Winthrop, Purdue, Purdue, and Texas Tech against Arkansas. Arkansas, I have Arkansas, and I have uh, Ohio State. I I basically have chalk. I have Ohio State over Virginia Tech. So. That gets you Wisconsin-Purdue in a Big Ten matchup. My other guiding principle, if I had one, is I'm just heavy, heavy, heavy Big Ten favorite. I mean, I've watched more Big Ten. It's the best conference. Um, And then I I have Wisconsin facing Ohio State in what should be a Big Ten tournament semifinal in the uh, regional final, and I have the Buckeyes going to the Final Four. I have watched nothing, but that which I have watched is Big Ten. But I'm influenced by Wilbon. You know, I'm influenced by Wilbon. I would pick, I think I said this earlier, I would pick Big Ten and Big 12 schools in the first round. I'd pick them all in the first round at least. Let's go to the bottom of that bracket. This is Illinois. Tell me who you got. Any upsets in the first round? Upsets of San Diego State over Syracuse. Um, I think probably a few people will have that. And then I have, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I have the higher seed in every other game. So I literally have only one upset. And and I will say in trying to, you're trying to beat other players. So you're trying to predict what are other people going to take? Um, I do think like randomly, a lot of people will take Georgia tech over Loyola uh, in the eight, nine game because it's ACC over, you know, a conference that they don't know anything about. I think Loyola will win that game. Um, and I also think people will take Rutgers over Clemson. That's my one, um, Anti Big Ten play because Rutgers is only you know barely a Big Ten uh, school anyway. So I have Clemson there. All right, in the best game of the second round, Illinois Loyola. Who you got? I have Illinois. I'm just going hard. I mean that would be super fun. It's a great regional game, but I, I can't imagine that Illinois won't win. And then I have Tennessee over Oklahoma State. I do have San Diego State advancing to the Sweet 16 by beating Bob Huggins and West Virginia. And then I have the two-seed uh, Houston going out to Clemson, um, which is a, a bit of a weird play. Um, Illinois over Tennessee. And then my my 
Cinderella uh, that I'm banking on is San Diego State all the way to the Elite Eight to face the Illini, um, where, because I'm Big Ten biased, I will have Illinois advancing to the Final Four, first Final Four since 89. San Diego State, are they in Gonzaga's conference? Is that a West Coast Conference school, or are they in something else? No, that they're, I believe they are. Are and they in the now, WAC? No, I think, they're in, I think they're in the West Coast Conference. And this is, so, this is, I'm telling on myself with how little I know about college basketball over the last five years. So, um, uh, but I believe they are in Gonzaga's conference. So, so Gonzaga would have beaten them twice this year, twice. at least. And that's, okay. that would be two of their four losses. Okay. All right, let's go to the Gonzaga part of the, the bracket here. Who you got in, in the Gonzaga one? Any upsets at all? So I'm going against your Big 12 theory by picking Missouri over Oklahoma in a 8-9 game. I'm taking okay. uh, UC Santa Barbara over Creighton, which just got its doors blown off in the Big East by final Georgetown. Um, yeah. by Georgetown. Uh, and I have kind of a regional pick here, VCU um, over Oregon in the 7-10 game. I think that makes sense. I mean... Yeah, it's not. A, I don't not think that the Pac-12. I mean, you know, Pac-12. I have, get out of here. I don't know why they have so many teams. Yeah, know. I have severe East Coast bias. I, I, I mean, I'm not up late enough to see Oregon ever play. So I'll go with BCU. Gonzaga, Missouri. Uh, I have the Zags, mm-hmm. um, and I have on the other side of that, you uh, see Santa Barbara over UVA, and that's wow. Um, well, it's partly. Is that a COVID bet a little bit? I mean, there's some question about um, who is going to be available for the Cavaliers who um, had to bail from the ACC tournament. So um, that's a little bit of a circumstantial bet. I have Kansas over USC. Um, I have Iowa back to the Big Ten over VCU. And then to get to the regional final, I have Gonzaga over UCSB and Iowa over Kansas. I, that Iowa-Kansas game could be super, super fun, and obviously we have the D.C. angle with Luca Garza from uh, Iowa and Murray, uh, as some people in your room might know. That's exactly right. Who do you, who do you have? Gonzaga, Iowa. So that's my one... Pl- I couldn't... Well, I won't reveal anything. I, I've decided to go with the Zags because I feel like people always, even though they've been number one seed before and they're uh, a national program and they're annually, you know, in the conversation, um, people, you know, they've been upset so many times on the route to the Final Four that um, That's right. I feel like people will pick against them. So I picked for them uh, over Iowa. How do you feel about this in that region, in the Gonzaga region? Okay, there are. Iowa and Kansas and UVA. They have lost already this year to Gonzaga. Do you feel that is an, and Gonzaga could face as many as two of them, not three of them, but two of them. Do you feel that is an advantage for Gonzaga because they've beaten them already or a disadvantage because the other team would have greater motivation? I I don't know about motivation, but at least familiarity. I mean, I think it's a disadvantage for Gonzaga on that score that, that, okay, this team is going to know exactly what did not work against us the last time and try to adjust for that. I also feel like, I mean, if you just look at it, that seems to me to be the most difficult region period. I mean, the Gonzaga second round game, Oklahoma or Missouri, that's, that's a tough matchup. Um, 
again, if UVA is at full strength, I mean, that's the, you know, they won the most recent national championship, obviously with a completely different team, but they, they have a program with pedigree. Iowa is a tough, tough, tough out. Kansas is a tough, tough, tough out. I mean, that, that region seems stacked and not just because it's um, opponents that the Zags have played before. I, yeah, you agree with Wilbon. I, w- I went the other way on that. You okay. go the other way? Uh, you think it's- well, I just I think it's an advantage for Gonzaga. I do. All right, let's go to the bottom. Let's go to the east, the Michigan bracket. Who you got? So I'm going to – I don't know if anybody else will do this. Um, it's hard to advance a play-in winner um, because you're, you're essentially betting on them to win twice, and you don't even know uh, who's going to win Ooh, the Michigan State-UCLA game. But this has happened before. Um, and I'm just going to – I'm going to bet Big Ten, and I'm going to bet uh, Izzo. I'm going to take Michigan okay. State not only to beat UCLA, but to beat BYU in, in what becomes the first round. And then I'll make the total regional homer pick and, and take Maryland over UConn um, in large part because, um, you know, of, of all the teams in the country this year, I've watched more Maryland. I, I, they're not – they're very limited. Uh, they're not deep. Um, they do play – really hard and they've gotten better uh over the course of the year so um maybe they'll lose that game but i I took them in the first round you did not take georgetown over colorado no and that was that was essentially because uh, you know if you watch the selection show and clark kellogg or seth davis who uh i went to school with um says oh you know there's an upset pick i feel like a lot of people are going to pencil that in i'm not georgetown Great run through the Big East tournament. Obviously, a phenomenal championship game uh, blowout against Creighton. I'm just not going to drink the Kool-Aid that uh, a team that took so long to find it um, is. That's who they really are. So I'll, I'll I'll pick Colorado there. Okay, Michigan LSU. I have Michigan in uh, Big Ten world again. I'll take Florida State over Colorado on the other side of that. I will take – I almost took Michigan State over Texas. I took Texas instead, and then I have Alabama over Maryland. Okay, Michigan, Michigan, Florida State. I, I love the Wolverines. I think that um, they are deep. They also have another D.C. product in Hunter Dickinson, um, super talented. And, I mean, what a great choice as a coach in, in Juwan Howard. Um, just I guess probably, Tony, 25 years ago when he was – here as a player, you never envisioned him as a, a never. college coach, never. I would imagine. Never. But he's just so – it seems like he makes it fun for his teams to play for him. So anyway, so uh, I have Michigan, and then I have Texas over Alabama in a slight upset three over two, and I'll take Michigan to the Final Four. Um, do you know why he almost got in a fight with Turgeon? Is, is this been – No, I don't. What is that about? What was that know. about? Yeah, that seems so strange. And it's such a, a weird visual, too, because Mark's, not, you know, the old Kansas point guard, and, and yeah. Howard's just this towering figure. Um, was yeah, it over the Dickinson kid? Was it over him? No, I don't believe so. I don't, I don't think that that was really, you know, Maryland was never in it for, for Dickinson. Um, I, don't, I don't know the entire recruiting story there, but, uh, you know, I don't know if it's to do with recruiting, if there was something in their previous two games. I don't think it was because those were they were not as competitive, at least as the first half was the other day. So I'm not sure what's going on there. I think very odd. Yeah, it seems strange. It seems very very odd. All right, Gonzaga, Michigan. Uh, I love this game. If this game comes to fruition, I think it would be super fun. Uh, I will take the Wolverines. 
And on the other side, Ohio State, Illinois. Gosh, You're going to have an all-Big Ten final. It's, 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 it's all- like the 1985 Big East, the three yeah. Big East teams, right? So I yeah. have uh, I have Illinois and Michigan, which you know could have very easily been the Big Ten championship game, but was not. Uh, and to win the title, I take Michigan. I just I I feel like they survived. There, everybody had to survive some version of a, a COVID hiccup this year. Some were more severe than others. They went, you know. Uh, a huge span of January without playing. They held together. They got better. Um, I just think they're deep. They're versatile. Uh, and all the stuff I said about Howard, I, I, I kind of believe. I just feel like he's he's kind of the the next wave of modern coach as, as we move past and the baton is passed from the Bayheims and Krzyzewskis and Roy Williamses of, of the world. I, I feel like there's a, there's a path for a former NBA standout to come back to college and be an attractive figure for the best kids in the country to go play for because the best kids in the country want to go to the NBA and that guy can speak the NBA language and knows the NBA game. So I think it's, um, I'm basing it on, on, on him and the modern program as much as, as much as anything. By the way, everything you just said could be applicable to Patrick Ewing as well. For sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right? Now different, different, you know, not uh, kind of a different conference, not the the old Big East, right. Um, right? But but yes, that absolutely. And and you know, maybe this is the start of something for for Ewing at at Georgetown because it's been uneven, and he's had kids transfer, and it, and this roster looked really thin. Um, maybe this they were picked last, picked yeah. last in the Big East, and they just won the tournament. Won the picked tournament. last. And blew wow. out a pretty good Creighton team to, to do oh, it. So. Just killed them. Okay. You know, the Creighton's not going anywhere. I mean, you can tell that. They're, they're, that's a bad way to go in. Thank you, Barry. Appreciate it, Tony. Thanks very much. Barry's Reluga, boys and girls. We will take a break. We'll come back with email and a jingle. I am Tony Kornheiser. This, this is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Tony Kornheiser Show. MeUndies knows self-expression is important. It's why they make the most unique printed undies. I'm going to come back to the printed undies in a little bit. It's why they make sure their undies are made from the world's softest, most sustainable material. It's why they write these ads so that you hear them and know it's time to upgrade your undies. They want you to feel like you, and they want you to be comfy as heck while doing it. It's time you stop worrying about whether or not you have enough coins to do laundry. It's time to get the MeUndies membership. Why do you need a membership? Well, you don't really, but it's fun. Then you can worry less about boring things like laundry. Each month, you get a pair of undies that strikes your fancy delivered right to your door. Plus, the membership saves you up to 30% off on virtually everything they make. So back to the printed undies in the membership. I don't normally do this, but I went online to check what the most recent print is. Because I was sort of figuring with where we are in March, I might get something with a shamrock green sent to my front porch. And I didn't know how I felt about that. But now, I know they have something called... Nugs and kisses. Nugs and kisses. They have chicken nugget themed underpants. Oh I can't wait to oh. try these out. Oh, chicken nugget underpants. Mandy says a great offer for your listeners. For any first time purchasers, you get fifteen percent off and free shipping. Mandy's also also has their problem free philosophy. If you're not satisfied with any product or or for any reason, they'll refund it or exchange it. No caveats, no questions. To get your fifteen percent off your first order, free shipping, a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Tony K. That's MeUndies.com slash Tony K. Very exciting read. Yeah. Very exciting. For the chicken nugget undies. Yeah, that's good. All (laughs) right, we will take a break. Oh, Actually, I don't have to say that. We already said that. I'm out. 
This is the Tony Kornheiser Show. Tony Kornheiser Show. That's the Cane Bay High School Choir in South Carolina, and that's lovely. Nigel, you want to do the Bethesda Bagels ad? Yes, Bethesda Bagels. We love them. You will as well. Just go to BethesdaBagels.com for the location in the D.C. area nearest you, then pop on in, and you will be thrilled. It finally happened. The what? clocks. TK Clocks. Go to JohnnyO.com. They got some great new uh, spring arrivals. Use the code. And because of Bracket Week, we missed some of my favorite topics for you, which is... What time did you notice that the sun was coming up after the time changed? And also, how how many uh, artists performing last night at the Grammys did you recognize? I didn't even watch it. There was no point to me watching it. I got this nice note from Tom Jones, not that Tom Jones, who's in the music business. He didn't know any of them either. I didn't bother to watch it. By the way, you want brackets? We're giving you brackets. Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, that'll just about do it for us today. But before we get to the mailbag, let me just say, et tu, Brute. And that signifies that this is the Ides of March, March 15th. That is Julius Caesar, of course. Thanks to our guests today, Michael Wilbon, Barry Zuluga, Spike Braun, and Gary Braun. Thanks to our sponsors, Indochino, MeUndies, X-Chair. That's new, and we got one upstairs. Michelob Ultra Pure Gold. Remember, you can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, Radio.com. If you get the show through iTunes, please leave us a review. I got this the other day from Jeff Boyd in Pittsburgh, who writes, You and I are the same age, therefore have similar experiences with regard to the athletes we grew up with and followed. So the other day when you said, and I'm paraphrasing, that every golfer on tour should be grateful to Tiger for their careers and what he's done for golf, let me gently remind you of the man Tiger should be grateful for, Arnold Palmer. I was 16 years old in 1964 when my father, who was lieutenant colonel, became base commander at Fort McPherson in Atlanta. Our quarters were literally across the street from the base golf course, a very good layout. Though baseball was my sport, I reluctantly took up golf to assuage my father's desire to have a playing partner. Several months later, he managed to secure free tickets to a tournament called the Masters. As you may or may not know, Augusta, the town, is home to Fort Gordon, and at that time was the headquarters of the military police. Now it's home to the Signal Corps. For many years, the MPs provided security and traffic control for the tournament. And he talked about seeing Arnold Palmer and how, what it meant to him. And he said, Arnie was made for TV. Muscular, aggressive, fearless. He was both matador and bull. His bravado idiomatic in a sport whose best players were dull in comparison, like Billy Casper and Julius Boros. His helicopter follow-through, cocking his head, hitching up the pants, and the knock-kneed putting stance were unique. And Arnie's army loved and roared at every motion. He was, much like Tiger, charismatic. The cheers I heard at Augusta that year sent chills up my spine. Although it would be unfair to compare his record to the Golden Bear or to Tiger, he made the game and the televising of it a spectacle. If there is a Mount Rushmore of the people most responsible for increasing the visibility of sports, he is right next to Roselle, Stern, and Arledge. And he's right on this. Arnold Palmer, like Jack Nicklaus, great player, not necessarily charismatic. Maybe at the end, but not at the beginning. Arnold Palmer, told, he made golf. My friend Peter Hicks writes, Heard on the podcast, this is one of your two favorites, meaning Angel's Envy. My nephew here in Coral Gables, one of a couple of founders who sold out to Facundo, I think that's how it's pronounced, at Bacardi. You said someone contacted you on a later show, but I haven't heard you mention it again. Did they comp you enough? Usually you beg. Hope you're doing better now. That the shots are behind you. See you in April. Peter Hicks. I never got anything from Angel's Envy. 
I they Angels Envy reached out to a lot of friends of mine to get me so I never got a thing. I never did. So um did you check I'll, the little house? I haven't checked the little house. Al Ruggles, <laughs> I listened with great interest. You're recalling events surrounding Secretariat's nineteen seventy-three Belmont Stakes Triumph. I too worked for Newsday at the time and I had to watch that tremendous performance from home on a black and white television. I guess it was too much to expect a 12-year-old paper, paper carrier to get a box at Belmont for the race, but I do feel your pain. Some years later, I started to work at Belmont. I became an acquaintance of Eddie Sweat, who had been Secretariat's groom. He now worked for Roger Lauren, Lucian Lauren's son, and I was a veterinary assistant. The year was 1984, and the always confident trainer Woody Stevens had proclaimed his impressive three-year-old and Derby favorite Devil's Bag to be the greatest horse to ever look through the bridle. I asked Eddie what he thought about that, and he said to me quietly by cleaning tack after training, well, I'm not sure about that, but no one liked that red son of a gun, meaning Secretariat, of course. Well, Devil's Bag was retired without running in the Derby, and Secretariat is the GOAT. As you would say, that's the list. I believe you and Eddie had that. I now live in Lexington, Kentucky. I'm an equine surgeon, and I would ask to become the official equine surgeon of the Tony Kornheiser Show. Thanks for the podcast and especially the recent Newsday recollections, which connected some dots for me of always watching the Triple Crown races with my dad. For us, that was appointment TV. P.S. I like that you have Saliza back on the podcast. Isn't that nice? And that is from Al Ruggles. And one more. This is Neville. Yes, the real Neville. Neville Waters. Besides listening for Wilbon to drop my name, I truly enjoy the pod and I feel compelled to share another example of the show's connective tissue. I agree with you that Michael Clayton is a great film, and surprised to find out screenwriter, Quaker school graduate Brian Koppelman played the gambler. But the bad guy, Mr. Vern, was played by Robert Prescott, who, believe it or not, was the absolute best-looking guy in my high school class at our Quaker school, and that Quaker school is Sidwell Friends. P.S. Tell Michael he can be proud that Murray may be sending Luke Garza to the NBA, but they're still playing catch-up to local basketball yep. power Sidwell Friends with two current pros, Josh Hart and Sadiq Bey, Neville Waters. That is the same school that the socialite went to. Sidwell Friends. Michael, you are smiling at that. Yes. You are smiling. (laughs) It's great to hear from Neville. Makes me very happy. If you're out on your bike tight, everyone, as always, do wear white. Want to talk real customers? Kid, that's me. I'm like the mayor of Duncan. (laughs) 